0: Welcome to the Survival Prepper Show, where being labeled a crazy prepper is a badge of honor. Learn about disaster preparedness, survival, and get ready for whatever challenges might come your way. This is not your typical prepping podcast, and they won't be silenced by the censors. Here are your hosts, Duff and Dale.
1: Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, How's that saying go? Day late and a dollar short? Or I guess within I think you're muted. I guess with inflation, it'd be a day late and a dollar seventy two short. <laughs> oh. Hey, who's that guy that was in that email busting my ass about always being muted? Um, I think it's a day late and a dale short. Yeah. Well see, if you if, if you ask it? this <laughs> That's every day. If you ask <laughs> this Biden administration, they'll ta- they'll say it's a day late, but but it's it saves you fifty if you it it's a it's fifty percent cheaper than it was last week to be you know to be late so yeah
2: you know. I think you're giving them too much credit man I think you're giving <laughs> them too much credit right there
1: at any rate hey everyone welcome to the show uh, yesterday Brian put in the in a description we had family in town and doing a lot of stuff so we weren't able to make it yesterday even though I said two times last week that we were going to do a premiere and we would be doing it Sunday. Uh, and then that all changed because the in-laws were in town and it just, I tried to squeeze, I shouldn't have tried to why squeeze it in, in the middle Dale? of all that stuff. What's that? Why were they, why were they in town, Dale? Because <laughs> of all the birthdays in August, basically. And your yes, birthday. Mine is included. your birthday this weekend, man. Yeah. 50 years old, halfway. I'm halfway there. If I'm lucky, I'm halfway there.
2: <laughs> oh, man. See, I thought you were hitting 60, dude. I didn't realize it was 50. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Uh,
1: at you any should, rate uh, now
2: what's that hey yeah, you, you should watch what you eat just
1: saying <laughs> um I, i'll watch i'll you know i'll be at your funeral bro
2: <laughs> well like dude, like that's a good thing like what are you doing it means i outlasted out you universe. hey man dude don't put that shit out in the universe go get that shit back <laughs> No, you can't even put that shit out there
1: I'll be I'll be wearing my depends in my when 100 walker when I'm a hundred years when, old when, going to your funeral.
2: When you're 120.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Thank you. That's better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, with technology these days, who knows how long we live, right?
2: Bro, it's 2022. We're on the verge of everything in the world happening bad, and you're just throwing out random shit about fucking, I don't know, the other guy that's been working on this with you for the last couple of years fucking
1: dying. <laughs> I didn't, guys, it's it's like talking to my in-laws now. It's like, I didn't mean like this decade or anything. I'm just saying, in the grand scheme of things, uh, Brandon put in the chat, I heard he lives around me. Uh, I heard fire fire engines and ambulances this weekend. I got worried. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa actually bought me a walker, uh, an old man walker, uh, some sort of cane. So she doesn't know, she's playing with fire because I, I, I'm very good at this this shit-talking game, so... <laughs> she, her birthday's pretty soon, so... Uh, at any rate, let's go ahead and get, quit talking about that crap and get into the show. Uh, tonight, like the thumbnail for the video said, we're gonna talk a lot about the FBI, and it seems like it's every week we're talking about the damn FBI, because... But that's because oh, yeah. there's... I mean, it's always something. It's Hunter Biden. It's it's Trump. It's. I mean, it's always something with them, so...
2: Hey, you know, we could probably make some money off of selling a calendar. And it's like, what right has the FBI or what thing has the FBI fucked up this week? And like, do like, you know, a a rip off the calendar every day thing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, they don't stop. They don't stop. Yeah.
1: It's, I've got a couple articles on that and a couple things about that. Uh, This article from Zero Hedge, which kind of goes overboard a little bit, talking about how they're similar to the Gestapo. Uh, But I wanted to. They make some good points in there, so I wanted to at least talk about those and talk about why I think it's a little bit extreme. But let me ask you, man
2: the the old G spot that you just talked about they weren't always like what they were in like 1942 kind of shit, right? 19 late 1930s, like they started off somewhere, and there was like this sliding scale of like you know let's fuck over people's rights that they went on. And then they eventually ended there. I wonder where the FBI is on that scale right now.
1: Yeah, and that's that's kind of my point with it. Right now, yeah. it's just similarities. They're not doing the same things, but that that gap of the difference is kind of narrowing a bit in, in recent days. So um we're also going to talk about some um uh, some green energy stuff like the pros and cons of it too not just talking shit about all these idiots gaslighting and all that stuff but actually as as far as preparedness goes um there are some benefits to all this crap happening yeah. now the people hey. up, to- up top are full of shit but
0: as a preppers, we can warning,
2: benefit. A, a, a trigger warning out there for the prepper community i would i would say that the number one thing that if green energy was done in a manner that was, you know, congruent with values and like actually the way it should be intended would be save the fucking planet. eventually, you know, it's not going to be the planet that dies, it's going to be us to die, but it's not, you know, I think what we're going to talk about, right. Is they, they, they abuse that shit, right. They yeah. use it for political gain, not trying to do like, let's do this in a way that works and we get, you know, and make sense. And yeah, it's, it's a fucking mess, man.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be that that until we get there because we were talking a little bit before the show. It's inevitable going that direction, but until we get there, we're gonna get all this this BS along the way and and all that crap. So, yeah. Um, and then we are gonna talk about um get it, it, everybody in the chat and our thoughts on. I've heard uh just a bunch of conflicting stories about the recession, about the next year, yeah. it, everything just getting worse. So I wanted to go through through all that, and again, as it pertains to preparedness, some things that, that we can do if it happens or if it doesn't. So, yeah, a lot of, so much BS these days, man. I mean, well, they, they try you know, to,
2: what's up you know, what all three, you know what all three of those topics have in common, right? They all have fuckery by our government in common. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the dot that connects them all. Yeah. You know, we could sit down and you and I could, you know, talk about how, you know, dire we think the climate is or how, you know, um, one way or the other. And we could all have that debate, but I think it's fair to say that, and, and if if people disagree with this, well, I guess you're part of the fuckery, but that <laughs> all those topics, all these topics that are important to us in one way or another are being used by those fuckers to inflame us. And, they're, and the way they're using it is not in trying to improve things. Right? Yeah, And, and and I and I think it's fair to say that the because the misery index is going up, we'll have to do a do a show on that, do a segment on that. The misery they have the misery index, right? The Misery index going up, and I've heard from three or four, maybe five people in the last week and a half and two weeks, they have told me they're about out of their savings right now, right? And I I I don't think that's a shocker to anybody. I imagine a lot of people have. If it's not them, they know of people yeah. that are starting to get into a jam and we can see it. I just walk around the store and eat. take this for what it is. But like, so I don't I try not to eat gluten. Gluten fucks me up when I eat it. So like I go if I want chips and I usually on the on the weekends, I'll ha- I'll have try to get a bag of chips. I get the bean chips, right? Well, they're out of gluten free bean chips. They've been out for two weeks. They just ran out of like some of the brands of pre-mixed protein powder uh, drinks today. So things are getting more expensive. People are less money, you know, and they're, they're using all this shit against us. So I think that's the common thread that should unite us all right now. Maybe we get to a point good enough down the road and where things get back to like, you know, 2000 and well, how about 2000 style where we can worry about Y2K and we can call each other hippies and, you know, fucking the word that ends with a starts with an N and ends with a Z, not Z. And yeah. we'll probably get the video taken. Now we'll get back to like talking shit about one another, but right now it's like, dude, they're literally using all of our push button things to weaponize against us. And that's the, that's the fuckery of all three of these topics today.
1: Yeah. And that that's, it brings up a good point an article. I almost forgot to talk about, but with Biden the other day, and, and then we'll get into this FBI stuff and all the other things, but with Biden the other day in his is he, he's been bashing on, you, you know, the whole ultra mega thing, all, you know, in, anything they can do to demean that whole sect of people. Uh, But he's talking about uh, what did he say? Semi-fascist, Uh, and and they've my point with this is they've gone from talking shit to each other to talking shit about us now. I mean, it it all started Mm -hmm. with deplorables, right? And everybody got up in arms about that. And these days, it's all about attacking the voter. It's all about that separation you talked about. How it's it's like dehumanizing half of the country. And then if you dehumanize somebody, you can say and do whatever the hell you want. So, well, so.
2: I mean, th- think about it. dude. look at what Orwell's job was in 1984, right? He-, he was the guy that was rewriting what people were saying. He was rewriting speech. That's what they're doing right now. They're labeling stuff. This is, yeah, it's, it's nonstop.
1: Yeah. I just wanted to pull this up. Uh, yeah. she's uh, white rabbit was talking to Eric and said, it's crazy. What are they hiding from? I agree. I don't know what they're hiding from. Um, I wasn't going to pull this image from? up, but since I have it up, what were you going to say? Oh, man. What do you mean? What, I'm what on a roll mean, tonight. What, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What are they hiding from? The government. Why, why oh. is it they're doing all this stuff? I believe that's what she was talking about.
2: Okay, yeah. I, I don't think they're hiding. I think they're overtly doing it right now because they do it. And then they, you know, it, it was like, I remember when Slick Willie got busted for, you know, fucking around with Monica Lewinsky. And I remember when he came out and did his speech on, like he gave that talk to the American people. And he, he if you go back and watch, I'm pretty sure, unless I imagine things, he goes in and he kind of pauses for a second, right before he says the, you know, I did not have sex with that woman. And that pause I read his his body language is like, let's see if they buy that. Let's mm-hmm. see. Like he's throwing it out there, like throwing himself this lifeline. And enough of the people who wanted to believe in him said, oh, okay, whatever. Not the fact that, hey, why are you fucking an intern? You're the CEO of the company. Yeah. You know? th- none of that questioning. So I-, I think we've moved forward to like, you know, we talked, we-, we spoke about the whole deal with Geraldo starting that whole trend on TV, right? Inintentionally uh, doing it. I think you're at the point now where they know people are going to buy their bullshit, whatever, and that the media is going to support it. Mm-hmm. So they can just go up there and say the most outlandish shit. And people are like, well, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, I think we should do that. I think we should take away some rights. And I think we should let the government look into all of our shit. I think that's all fucking fabulous. They all get in fucking line. And the sad part is when the parties flip flop, each side uses the weaponization that they got through in the side before all the shit the Democrats are doing now. At some point, someone's going to swing back to their side. They're going to have all that shit in place to use it whatever fucking way they want to.
1: And that's the problem we're heading. Yeah. And and it, I, I think it's, it, I hope anyway, I think it's getting to the point where because they're acting, I, I think they're acting like they're too big for their britches. Like they can do a, any mm-hmm. damn thing they want. And this is what we'll go into with the FBI stuff is people are starting to get fed up with all the BS. I mean, you talk about the misinformation, the campaign to to battle misinformation and all that. Everything's coming from the top, but they're worried about some dude on a computer putting a meme up or some, you know, right-wing website putting some stuff up. But all the BS is coming from the top. All the BS is coming from these agencies and, and all of that stuff, so... I mean, it, it's getting to the point where it's ridiculous. And I think it, there's a lot of people just going, what what do you believe anymore?
2: I mean. Hey, you know, you know what we should do, man, one of these weeks? Let's go through my Facebook feed. So I've been doing something for like a, a month, ah, a few months now. Is I go and I'll post like a picture of a sunrise. I'll do a video of a sunrise, a picture of a lighthouse. And then the next thing I'll post will be like some political thing that's happening like a fact I won't even I won't even really comment much on, on it sometimes like uh today it had uh, American Heart Association just came out and they said for they do this really long report this really long article trying to say how great great the uh, the jab is and at the very bottom of the article is where it was where they they bury what the thing that's going to drive everybody nuts and it's the risk of myocarditis in men under 40 is higher for those who have gotten the jab. Yeah. They bury it in the bottom. So I did a I did a meme on it like just hey for everybody who's interested and just put that that statement in there. I'll get 80 90 100 shares or not shares but 100 likes sometimes on one of those little, you know, nature posts. And those those posts anything that has to do with current facts like Mark Zuckerberg literally saying that the FBI influenced his shit will get like shown to nobody. It's just not getting shown to people. So yeah. that's, you know, th- that that's the other part of
1: all that, right? Well, that's because these days facts don't matter. It's you yeah. put something up like that and Facebook or the the employees there or whatever or or I mean pick your social network, but they're like, oh no, he can't say that. It's against the rules for him to say that. Truth doesn't matter. Facts don't matter. It's it's the it's the public narrative and it's what people think. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, oh, no, no, no. You can't say that shit. And then in articles, yeah, they bury it at the bottom. That way people share it. They don't, if they put it mm-hmm. in the middle of it or something where people actually read it, then, you know, then that, that, that news might get around. And they can't have that. <laughs> uh, yeah. You mentioned this Zuckerberg. I've got this clip right here where he was talking. And I, I thought this was pretty interesting because he doesn't necessarily say the FBI made him, um, uh, what did he do? He didn't ban the New York Post story. He just suppressed
2: so he, it. He he su- he suppressed the um, Hunter Biden laptop story from the New York New York Post.
1: Yeah, and and I could get, he doesn't necessarily say that they told him verbatim. You need to ban, don't don't allow this story on your platform. But they went in and said, hey, there's a lot of Russian information disinformation going on. My concern with all this, and then I'll play this clip, is the fact that they're doing that in the first place. These federal agencies are doing that in the first place, going to these social networks, and they can basically say whatever the hell they want. Uh, And, you know, it's the FBI, right? you got to believe them. (laughs) So let me play this, and I'll get your thoughts.
0: How do you guys handle things when they're a a big news item that's controversial? Like, there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. Yeah, we have that, too.
3: Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, some some folks on our team, and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was the, We we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of – um, uh, that's similar to that so just be vigilant so our protocol is different from Twitter's what Twitter did is they said you can't share this at all um we didn't do that what, what we do is we have um if something is reported to us as potentially um misinformation important misinformation we we also have this third party fact checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false the third party fact
2: checking programs the, right
3: yeah i think it was 5 or 7 days when it was basically being um, being determined whether Months? it was false um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased but people were still allowed to share it so you could still share it so we didn't
1: do what Twitter didn't ban it we just made sure nobody could see it almost exactly what you were talking about right well, there So and,
2: and, and, and what he's and the, the you know he's trying to fucking weave and bob through this whole thing to make it sound yeah. like no we didn't do anything The fact that you couldn't see it and that it would not go out to your. When I was saying that stuff earlier about my post, right, the little sunset post and then the fucking whatever post about this video, right, that video, that post right now on my Facebook page has like six likes. And the thing is, I know a a good number of my, my friends won't like it because there are a bunch of people I grew up with in California who are very Democratic or Democrat oriented. Right. And I know the vast majority probably out of, I got, I think like 2,500 of y'all best Facebook friends ever. And out of that, probably 1,500 to 2,000 are preppers. So I know when I share that, that yeah, it may not get the 60 or 80 or hundred likes I sometimes get on my, my sunrise post kind of things. But I think I would still get 25 or 30, probably a lot more if you look at the percentages and it doesn't. So I know they're suppressing us. I looked because, you know, I mean, I'm in all the learning how to do online media. Dale does all the like learn stuff, researches videos and how to do this shit. I love the online media stuff. We're always looking up stuff. Right. And I see people who don't have preparedness. I'm not even talking about conservatively preparedness in general. We, we see their YouTube channels get suppressed compared to like a business thing or something that's, you know, happy go lucky and puppies and shit like that. So they're doing it, and that's the insanity of it. That's that's what drive I think is driving people more and more crazy.
1: Yeah, and that's I, I think that's the the bigger picture that why this matters because this isn't new news. He actually testified basically the same thing in front of Congress mm-hmm. about this stuff happening. So it's not new, but but it's one part of the whole picture. The, all of the stuff they do, and it's not like I mean I don't know why it is that that all of these these other countries want to prop up Republicans so much and bash the Democrats. But it seems like that's the only direction all this misinformation crap goes, which is, yeah. uh, you know, a little bit ironic, but it shows the tactics that are being used. It shows the things that are going on, or it gives so, you a kind of a peek behind that curtain of the things that are going on. So, uh, so that's so why here, concerns here's me. Here's a
2: question. Here's a, here's a question for you is, Watching two deer running around chasing each around the field. <laughs> what the hell's going on out there? So the question becomes then if we know that there are fucking bad people out there trying to do bad shit to us, right? Because I and, and this is this is my my old life, right? Was always, hey, I dude, I was a government technical monitor for the State Department over the entire Baghdad embassy security force, contract security force. I stood up the security force in Basra, Iraq. I spent years doing diplomatic protection for State Department in Iraq and Afghanistan and Pakistan and other places. So that part of my brain always screams like, I know for a fact there are bad people wanting to do bad shit. And I've seen how the government can abuse safety and security, right? And take away freedoms. So to err on the side of freedom, how do you reconcile that? At mm-hmm. what point do you say, no, we're not going to do anything? And at what point do, do we, we say, no, yeah, we're definitely like pulling your shit. Like, you know, like I don't think the fucking Ayatollah of Iran should have a fucking Facebook page or should be allowed to be on I mean, If he wants to have Iranian Facebook and make that, okay, fine. Fuck you. Have your thing. But I don't think you should be on US Facebook, the rest of the world Facebook. If it's a US company, you would think, you know, but, but then, but then you can also say, okay, well, I want to hear what that motherfucker has to say because he runs a country. Where do you reconcile all that
1: shit? Yeah, yeah well, I, I think that's that's on an individual level, I think. If I don't want to see it, I don't pay attention to it. Yeah, I don't think it should yeah. be up to I, I think that partially it's that's up to answer. these companies because they're a private company. but at the same time, when you allow all these external forces in there to make decisions for you,
2: yeah that well, and that's the problem, right? That's what's going on right now because I think I think the issue is if they are making morally correct decisions, We like, we could all say, okay, we're like, we're all aligned with our values, but they're not, they're, they're, they're playing, they're playing fucking power broker, right? They're playing games. Mm -hmm. And the crazy part is that the FBI is out there. I don't think it's crazy that the FBI is directing it. I don't, I don't think when I say, I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's, it's crazy to go. Hey, look, they are doing it. Like, I, I totally believe that they're, you know, they're doing it. So I don't think that's a crazy thought that they're out there directing this shit just shows how broken our fucking system is and that it proves one of Trump's things, how deep the deep state is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, this article right here, and I just saw this today and I haven't, um, I, I I looked into it a little bit, but not a whole lot where this, the, all of these whistleblowers coming out about the FBI. Mm -hmm. Um, I read, the first thing I read on this was talking about how this, this guy, what is his name? Timothy Tebold. Um, who was responsible for? He's one of the heads of the Washington bureau. Um not he, he a was quarterback? One, what's that?
2: Wasn't he a high, uh, college and pro football quarterback?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think I don't know where I know that something somebody with that Tim name. But yeah, maybe Tim Tebow. Oh, Tim Tebow. T- Timothy Timothy Thebold. Oh, <laughs> Tim Tebow. Yeah, Tim Tebow in the FBI covering up. <laughs> Dude, it's, 20, uh, anyway, it's
2: going on 2023.
1: Yeah, Th- this guy, it was the head. This is my point with this is this is how, you know, when people talk about, oh, it's not the whole FBI and this and that it's it doesn't take a whole lot of people in the FBI. It's, it's not like a concerted effort of the entire FBI. This was the guy that was ahead of this stuff. And he's the one that basically it, it made sure that the Hunter Biden lap story got suppressed enough to where the FBI didn't look into it. I read something earlier, and I'm not sure if it's true or not, because I can't find anything that corroborates it, but this guy, this T-Bolt guy, was also the one that signed off on the whole Mar-a-Lago raid thing. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's true yet. I've only seen it from one source. So, But if that's the case, I mean, it all starts to connect. But at the very least, if this guy was responsible for that stuff, it shows you that in the FBI, these tactics, these things do happen uh, all yeah. the time, and it doesn't take you know, the whole FBI to be on board with it. It just takes somebody that that can push the buttons, that can control the levers.
2: I, I think it's the institutional though. That is the, they've been in, they've had that institution running for so long and they've set up the system for promotions, discipline, assignments, everything that happens with that system happens like based upon like, you know, the, the ominous dominance from the system, that system blesses off on everything that happens. It, it's, that, I, I imagine, is fairly pervasive through a lot of the uh, FBI, at least at, like, maybe once you get past, like, the the second or third promotion. A lot of times you'll get people will be able to get a couple of promotions out of it at the, low, like, lower level kind of promotions, but they won't go up above that unless they're part of the system. You know, so I, I how long's how long has that been going on? I think it's been going on for a long time. Again, it goes back to my my big gripe all the time. Like they haven't changed the name of their headquarters building from the Hoover Building, the most notorious fucking agent who trampled on rights in history. They they name their headquarters building after him, and yeah. they keep it. I we we don't see FBI agents out there bitching about this stuff. So well, I, we are I, I think it's a lost cause, man.
1: Yeah, we are starting to see that a little bit. I mean, there's a lot of whistleblowers coming out that are but at the same time, it it's it's bad that we're at this point where it's freaking tattletale and, and all that yeah. crap. So um, I, I think I think
2: the big defining line on it where you can see that the differences and, and where it's the two-tiered system of justice, even though they're they're equal players in it somewhat, is that they didn't go after like the same people were in some levels of influence in the FBI, by and large, and they didn't go after Hillary Clinton for her shit. Like, she had literally had mm-hmm. her server in some shitty fucking bathroom or some shit. Or Hunter like, Biden. Some, it, it was some shitty place, right? I'll leave Hunter Biden out of it, because Hunter Biden, I'll say, hey, that dude's never been in public office. Like, he might be a scumbag, and might be all that, and his father, like, we could look at his father, but I'm just going because they didn't, like, they literally, like, nobody batted an eye. Well, I mean, people batted an eye, but nobody did anything. When Hillary Clinton admitted to erasing 33,000 emails, and the FBI Comey came out that one point and said, Yeah, we found all these incidents of like at least eight or nine incidents where the, the information that was accessed by the Chinese was harmful to the nation. And nobody did shit. Right. Yeah. So you, you have that view towards Hillary, whether you agree with Hillary Clinton or dislike her, that's what happened. Then if you and you you know and people would say well and they come up no that's what happened and then with Trump look what's happening right now now if he's guilty and there's fucking truly crimes involved not some trumped up bullshit I mean it's kind of weird his name is Trump and it's some trumped up bullshit and like it's <laughs> yeah. been going since 2016 right because I you know like I make no secret out I, I I'm not a big Trump fan and at the same time it's like they've gone after this dude non fucking stop about shit we know is bullshit. So, but look how they're going after him. Look how they didn't go after her. Her—that's two-tiered system of justice. And then where do you figure in any of that stuff? You're you're on the outs, right?
1: Yeah. Well, and now that finger's pointed at at half of the country too, citizens. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. Uh, let me. I want to get into this this article right here from Zero Hedge, and like I said in the beginning, this article, it. I don't think. I mean, to me, it's like the similarities between the FBI and then the, I don't know how many times I want to say this name because I don't want to get us in trouble, but uh, the Gestapo and all that. I think the similarities, yeah. kind of like there's similarities between cops and the military. The military does a lot more, but there's overlapping stuff that the cops, same types of things. So, But yeah. they're totally different. I think that's my thoughts on this. What are, what are your thoughts on it? Or at least well, that's the way back, it is now.
2: It, it goes back to my... my like my time with the fed with the government like doing the embassy stuff overseas is there there are people at the fbi that are protecting the country from very bad fucking evil shit right there are people out there that are going and doing that every day so it doesn't it's not to say that the whole thing is full of shit right and so i i think we have to be careful with this i i think that's that zero head we know zero bed hedge that that's their gig right they do they do clickbait headlines for the fucking right that's what they do so it's a clickbait headline i i don't think i think we need to be careful now like we talked about at the beginning of the show is the fabi are they moving in that direction sure seems to be that way to me
1: yeah yeah
2: I, i mean i hope they stop and they turn around and they start going hey why don't we just start airing on the side of freedom guys like you know can we just all get together and do this and i hope they start doing that and so maybe they keep going and that truly becomes, I don't know 100% yet if that's 100% dessert, but I mean, when you get how do you say it's not sometimes when you get into the Gretchen Whitmer, the way all that shit went down, you know, I mean, where do you, how far do you want to go back to shoot, shooting, you know, go back to Ruby Ridge, you know, woman holding a baby, like where, where do we want to fucking stop? So. You know, I maybe it's me kind of hoping that that shit isn't true right now to say I don't think we should say that. Maybe I'm fucked up.
1: Yeah, yeah. And this this Tyler Borden guy from Zero Hedge, he's 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 definitely got his is he leans right. He leans so much that he's probably walked sideways. <laughs> but I like his I, I I like his stuff because of not necessarily the articles, but the ideas that he brings up. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what, what it is with this one. A lot of the yeah. stuff he says, you got to take it with kind of like Alex Jones. You got to take it with a grain of salt. But there are some things in there that you can kind of estrap- extrapolate well, and form your own opinions on.
2: Well, it gets back to what you said earlier when I, when I asked you that question, right? You, and you're, you I think you're spot on the answer. Like we should be able to determine what information like we want and we should be able to filter that. Right. Mm -hmm. like, And so and and so I think like with zero hedge and all that, you know, it's what do you do with that? Like, that's up to you. Go filter that information. But I want to see other people's perspectives. I want to see the perspectives of people I don't agree with, because sometimes maybe like a little bit of their stuff. I go, you know what? They're right on that little point. It refines my it refines my shit better. And I end up having a better, you know, a better view of reality over it, man. So I think we need to be able to hear that. We just got to be able to, you have to be able to listen to what the other people say without turning it into a fucking, you know, just a shit fest and everybody just talking shit back and forth to one another.
1: Yeah. And that's like I was talking about with that Thebold guy. Um, I read an article from just the news and they were talking about Mm -hmm. how he was the one responsible for signing off on the Mar-a-Lago raid. I didn't see that anywhere else. So it's like, you know, I, I don't believe just because you write it and just because I agree with it, I don't believe that. Um, I need to find out if that shit is true or not. And maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, but I didn't, I couldn't find it anywhere else. So I, you know, not, I'm not, dr- I'm not going with it. I did find the Hunter Biden thing, 15 different places. So I know that's true. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, and I think what you, I, you kind of said, we're going to say something when I mentioned Hunter Biden, not being a public servant, you know, I mean, because hey, I'm not absolving of his shit, but it's when I try to compare it, I'm like, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to fuck. I don't care about Hunter Biden. I care about his father.
1: And that's you know. why I think it's it's a big deal. I it, it isn't just Hunter Biden. In in my opinion, I think that people that say that are just just I mean I I get that point, but they're trying to dismiss everything else cuz there's a lot of things that point straight at Joe Biden. Yeah. With the Hunter Biden yeah. thing. So
2: Well, and it's and, and you know, it gets back to like, you know, he lied on a federal weapons form and he, you know, threw the gun out next, somewhere near a school supposedly. So I mean, if that stuff's all true, you know, it's like, "Okay, well, where where does that where does that come into play you know
1: yeah yeah all right so let me get into a couple of these uh fbi um their tactics basically how they do things and and i'll get your thoughts on these i don't know how if we're going to go through them all i do have the link down below but it is interesting just these headlines that are bolded is kind of what i want to talk about and any you all of you you can go read the article if you want but um, it says the FBI has vast resources, vast inge- investigatory powers, and vast discretion to determine who is the enemy of the state. So th- the the FBI basically has way more power. I mean, I mean they're an arm of the government that protects basically these days anyway the politicians. And I'm talking a segment of the FBI. I'm not talking about the whole damn FBI, but they can basically they they can basically do. And, and with the Patriot Act um, in place now, too, they can basically do or figure out ways to do whatever the hell they want um, to get things done, basically. And they have historically done whatever the well, hell they I wanted mean, to get things done. They, yeah, they
2: lied to a FISA court to get things done. Right. So it, yeah. it doesn't even have it doesn't have to be within within the rules. And I think it, it, even if everything was on the up and up, right, like that. Everything the FBI did was 100% true, correct, above board, moral, every, on the right side of freedom, all that stuff. And the way our politicians did the same thing, even if that that were the case, you still you still need that fucking check and balance in there. Right. With what they're doing. And there, yeah. there's none of that. And 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 even worse, they get to declare if, if the if the FBI comes and says, we think this th- person's a threat to national security. You'd be well, The politician, if they're, I mean, they're looking at my, okay, you're the expert. All right. That's what they are. And there it goes. Yeah.
1: With the stuff going on these days, you can, you can be this normal person and they can create a narrative to make you into an enemy of the state. And that's, it's exactly what they'll do. Even if it means assassinating your character and all that stuff to get to somebody else. I mean, that's the type of tactics they use. It's, it's crazy that um, they get away with this shit. Uh, the next, I'm going to read the next few, uh, cause there's quite, there's a, a few more of these, but, um, so I'll just read these next few and then we can go wherever you want with this. But, uh, much like, uh, the G <laughs> they spied on mail, phone calls, FBI agents have carte blanche access to the citizens, most personal information. Um, and I'll read these and you can stop me wherever you want. If you, if you have a comment, uh, much like the, uh, sophisticated surveillance program of the, the, the G. I'll just call him that because I don't want to. Yeah,
2: you know, that's a good. Give. That's a good way to talk to him.
1: <laughs> Much like the G, sophisticated surveillance programs, the FBI spying capabilities can delve into America's most intimate details uh, and allow local law enforcement to do so as well. And then the third part here, and these all kind of go together. Uh, Much like the G's ability to profile based on race and religion, its assumptions of guilt by association, the FBI's approach to pre-crime allows it to profile Americans based on a broad range of characteristics, including race and religion. So basically, the stuff that all of these politicians bitch and scream about all the time don't apply. To the FBI almost it's almost like none of the laws really apply to the FBI other than a small set of rules that politicians can put in different amendments and stuff or or laws and skirt all of those different rules for the FBI to be able to do whatever the hell they want.
2: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's what the government does. Right. The government figures away the around the rules all the time. Right. So, you know, I mean, you, you think about it. The government can't use federal Troops on U.S. soil, but it can use National Guard troops under special orders, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they they figure ways around all of these different laws, man. It's nonstop, and so it's it, it's all smoke and mirrors. That's why the ultimate standard should be, you know, like, hey, is it about being free and protecting f- protecting our freedom, not protecting a power structure, protecting our freedom? Because if if we we're all like free and felt you just turned 50 you you might remember it do you remember the bicentennial celebration <laughs> 1976
1: uh no
2: no oh man it's one of my like my earliest memories outside of like you know like i don't know stumbling around the house on some shit or something like that
1: like i go 6 it, it was, <laughs> i didn't give a crap
2: <laughs> well i mean dude people start remembering shit like 2 3 years old sometimes some of us i guess 7 or 8
1: i don't know if I did, I so, forgot it all by now. So, <laughs> yeah.
2: No, it was, man, I, re- I remember it because it was like so patriotic, right? Like, and it, it was crazy because as a kid, I can remember like the little everybody was sour on America, the post Vietnam shit. So in 76, I remember it was like everybody went to this local park and they were blowing off fireworks and everybody had a great time. And it was like all about America. And I think that was the day I was like, wow, I really love America. Like, this was, this is fantastic, right? And so, and so now you look at it and it's like, man like hey fbi let, let's let's be about freedom so we can get everybody back to that feeling again cuz it's a really good feeling when you when you feel good you know about your country and you know and and hey maybe we have to go through some rough rough patches but man this, this is just ridiculous dude
1: these politicians have to accept the fact that they're the reason for this crap and all the politicians uh, and all the bureaucracy and all of that crap they have to accept the fact that they're the reason for this crap and i don't think that will ever happen unless they're forced to so no no so this next one, I think this is the the one that really, to me, is the one that kind of defines them. How that we talked about earlier, how that gap between the two um, are is narrowing. They're they're becoming that that type of organization. And this is the uh, much like the G's power to render anyone an enemy of the state, the FBI has the power to label anyone a domestic yeah. terrorist. On and it goes through here a few of the different bullet points of what they, you know, what they've already done. Uh, as far as if you hold any sort of political beliefs, if you if you have any memorabilia that is, is basically patriotic uh, these days, it is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, considered domestic terrorism. If you are a teacher that, uh, or if you're a parent that doesn't like what the teachers are doing, you know, it, it's all of those things. And granted, that is not the FBI, that was the school board, but it was the FBI that went ahead with, the uh, you know, the whole making the list thing. So... I think that gap is narrowing between what the the G's did, and where if this continues to go in this direction, where this is all going to lead, I think. So
2: they're definitely definitely on a slippery slope, man. And I think we're man, you can only go so far down that slope before you can grab a hold and get back up to the top. So
1: I don't know. I don't know where we're at right now. And then the last one here, and then we'll move on, is the FBI routinely infiltrates political and religious groups as well as businesses. And that is, I mean, we've seen it time and again over the last three, four years, maybe even longer than that. I mean, they've been doing it forever, but it's it's really... I think, I think maybe this stuff is coming out more because there is more access to information. There is more people asking questions and all of that where they have to... You know, it was a lot easier to cover up. Same with politicians. A lot easier to cover this stuff up before... 50 years ago when there was only five reporters reporting on it. Nowadays there's 500 (laughs) at minimum. So interesting though. I mean, it's, it's, we'll see where all of this stuff goes. That Mar-a-Lago thing. I personally think in my gut that it is going to blow up in their faces and it's going to cause a lot of problems. Maybe, maybe it's not, but I, that's the way, that's the feeling I'm getting now.
2: I caught, someone being interviewed about the warrant, and I haven't looked at the, or whatever it was that they, that they just got released. I think it was the warrant and I haven't looked at it and I'm not a fucking attorney. So what they said on the video was that it wasn't, it was like some pretty serious charges they were going after him for like some espionage, like doing harm to America stuff. So it got me to thinking, I'm like, if that's the case and they push that and they literally try to lock that dude up, what a fucking powder keg they're going to set up that that's going to fucking might light off. Can you see like them going to arrest that dude and how that what would fucking happen with that?
1: Mm-hmm. If they didn't have
2: concrete, I, 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 think, I think I think people would come out. I think people would come out of the woodwork with guns. Yeah, something would like, happen. I think, yeah, I, I think you he, he would see a lot of I mean, there's a lot of people who really, you know, for whatever their reasons are, they really like Donald Trump. And they support him. OK, hey, man, there's people fucking support Joe Biden. So I guess it's all ends of the spec covers the spectrum. Right. And and so and that would I think would be like you're literally trying to lock our dude up. Over some shit that you just now started trying to enforce, like, dude, I don't think that would fucking go well.
1: Yeah, my thing with that whole thing, it would it would piss me off. Uh, because of the fact that the government doing what they're doing to, to kind of get their, their way uh, doing what they're doing in spite of what the laws and what the, the culture of this country is to get what the, just, it would be corrupt as hell. And I think that's what would piss me off and a lot of people. If, if the dude is guilty, I am, I'm not a, you know, I'm not, I'm no, <laughs> nowhere near MAGA dude, um, nowhere near, but, I do the the thing that pisses me off about the whole situation is if they're up to their shady shit again, that's going to piss me off.
2: Well, that's 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 the issue of it, because they're using it to go after dude when they've never gone after anybody before. So, yeah. OK, then let's see some fucking raids on George Bush, Barack Obama's, Clinton's, Hillary's. You know, let's, let's see some raids on all their shit, like some legit raids. Like, but no, that's not going to happen. So what does it come down to be? This is literally the establishment targeting somebody it sees as a threat and and, and trying to take it out. So, you know, because, again, like I have no problem with fucking people if you're guilty. That, that's why I, I always say, especially in today's age, with the amount of, you know, just information flying around, don't do any illegal shit. Like, if you want to get high, go to a state where it's legal. It may not be legal federally. I get that but try not to try not to run afoul of shit too much.
1: Yeah. Right. So this all, this all reminds me of the Frankenstein movie. They created this monster. Yeah. And now you, you had just said it. They're scared or not. Scared. You said they're they see it as a threat, but they're scared. They don't know how to control it. Now they, they have nothing to beat it. And that's why they're doing this. Their only means um, to be able to beat him and what well, they've created is, is to to basically do everything they can to just bring him down well and i think too they
2: run into the problem right like i i think trump's an opportunist not a populist but he has a populist following and the antidote for a totalitarian state is a populist up is is a populist uprising whether it's at the polls you know leads to whatever the fuck it leads to a lot of people are talking about you know cw3 coming up so it's uh, yeah. Like they're literally—you're right—they're literally creating that that zombie. They're creating that Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they, and they've created it, and they they don't like what they're they're getting, and you know, and and they're having a tough time holding on to it. Democrats are trying to hold on to shit when they have locked up more people for nonviolent drug offenses this year than since t- 2011 under Joe Biden, the guy who ran on. Uh, decriminalizing pot and ran out as a campaign promise and like ran on, Oh, we have to take care of these, you know, overcrowded prisons. The guy who started the prison industrial complex
1: high, highest level of incarceration in, in years. So, yeah. 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 Hey, real quick, Robert uh, and uh, into the wilderness are both it watching the video tonight. What's up guys. Long time. No hey, see. Uh, yeah. It's, it, it, it I don't know, man. I it, it's going to be nothing. There's going to be no shortage of of stuff to talk about, and and you know not not be worried about, but to pay attention to over the next couple of oh, years, yeah. because well, uh, shoot, even the next few, <laughs> the next few months and all that, because there's a lot of stuff that really could kick off and and on a well, large. And he's
2: gonna as soon as no if if it makes it, if it does, if he doesn't come out before the November primaries, my understanding is like he wants to come out now, but they're asking him to wait. Until after the primary, so he doesn't become more of an election issue. He's going to come out after the November primaries, right? So once he announces, if they try to trim up some charges on this dude after he announces, it's going to be totally seen as that that attack, right? And, and then you move forward. If he gets elected, he's a he he he's he's a dead. I mean, he's not able to get anything done because he, he only has four years. He's a lame duck president from the first day of his second term. And so they're going to be shitting all over him, and he's going to be shitting all over them. The level of um, pissed offness, I think, that we're going to see is just going to do nothing but fucking escalate in dramatic fashion over the next two to fucking six years, man.
1: Yeah, unless it comes out that he absolutely 100% broke the law and deserves what he's getting right now, uh, and and there's still going to be people that don't believe he did, just like there's still people that believe Biden is a good president.
2: So he, here's my deal. Do I believe he could have broken the law? Sure. It's classified information. It Like, dude, like he had boxes. He, you're leaving. He's the president. He can declassify it like they can haggle over where he may have broken the law. Again, it comes back to the every other politician. They haven't gone after anybody, and now, mm-hmm. and I don't give a fuck about them start them starting to make an example. Then you better raid those other motherfuckers quick and set the standard, because that's the problem. They're using it as a weapon, as a politically expedient weapon. They're not doing it because it's the fucking law. They're using the law, and I think it's a big difference that you know that that that's the problem with everything that's happening.
1: Yeah, and and they're like it. it they're like looking at his, his. They're calling it criminal activity, his business practices, and all that. He's not doing anything different than all of these politicians do. They just play the game better. He's not very good at the game, uh, but they play the game better, and they're crooked as hell as well. So yeah. they're all you know they're all crooked. Uh, but well, and w- and what they do now is so the, the
2: politicians have set it up pretty well since the Enron thing, right, and all that. They came out with that the Sarbanes accent. Ax- Oxley Act, and what it is is your CEO and your in your chief financial officer and certain people they have to sign off on your financials every year, saying that we know about our financials, like because in, in Enron they're like, oh yeah, I, I didn't know. So this is like their thing, right? And that's that's their trigger. All these fuckers do it. All these fuckers violate it because I was just talking with a buddy of mine who's in a big business school right uh, yesterday about it. Because they use general accounting practices. It means it's not specific. It's kind of like, yeah, kind of fuck around the edges. So they know everybody fucks around the edges. They know all the CEOs and head schmucks sign off on the books. So now they have the gun. They can point at any one of those. Why do you think they want to go after Trump for his taxes and his books and all this shit? It's the Al Capone thing. Ah, Don't get him for the the criminal shit. Let's go after him for his books. Let's go after him for his taxes.
1: Like whatever we can do. Yeah whatever we can do to make sure he's not a threat in the next cycle and all that stuff. Yeah. That, that's mm-hmm. all the, that's all it's about. They don't want him there because they know that it's going to, that's what all the ultra mega bullshit is about. And the labeling and all of that stuff is just to demean, dehumanize and um, just make that look like it's the, the, you know, well, the next coming of, of Adolf.
2: Well, here, let me ask you this. So knowing that, what are the odds that we get two people that run that just they, they run on the platform from the right and the left? Like, hey, can we all just chill the fuck out? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the what do you think the odds of that happening are? CTF party.
2: <laughs> yeah. Can we just can C- we all just the you know CTFO? What? I, I, I go back to it. it. It was everybody used it as like a thing to talk shit for years uh, because of who said it. And I go and and the situation in which it was said, but I go back to a a thing that I think was actually very applicable today. Can't we all just get along?
1: (laughs) Oh Jesus! Like Uh, really? Can't we all just get along? Like like, what the fuck is going on? I can't believe you just went George Floyd on the show. (laughs) That wasn't George Floyd. You. Oh, what the hell was his name?
3: What the hell was his name?
2: That was Rodney King. Rodney King. That's right.
1: well, you know, it, I, I'm not even going to fucking comment on that right now. Different <laughs> martyr. That's all. That's all it is. Same, same rhetoric, oh, different hey, martyr. Man. Rodney King took a Rodney King took a legitimate ass beating, man. Yeah, he got pummeled. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Hey, hey,
2: think about that, man. Think about. Well, George that. Floyd. Or, Rot- yeah,
1: George Floyd no. was too. But Rodney King. I mean, that yeah. was that was a beating. No,
2: Rod, George 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 Floyd just got straight up fucking killed. Rodney yeah. King got beat. But think about that, man. Rodney King, right, started with the that was like doesn't back in the day. That wasn't a fucking phone. That was like put the big video camera on your shoulder and go out, walk out like you're some kind of news yeah. crew with your VHS tape inside of it, right? Clack clack, and feel that was like that level of video camera to where when you go forward to George Floyd now it's on a video and how much, um, so much shit's happening now that's on video that you know fucking changes our society. I mean, literally because yeah. that I mean Rodney King like you know burnt down fucking. Yeah, you know, good chunk of Los Angeles over that.
1: Yeah, the cops were probably like, they probably got away with that shit all the time, and then all of a sudden, like, what? There's oh, a, the tape? That, what that's the 100%? a
2: tape. What the a tape? Hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: Yeah, interesting shit. Anyway, before we get out of here, we're gonna have to put off the recession stuff until Wednesday, uh, because I don't, I do want to get into that a little bit, and 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 you know what, we got time for that because it's just gonna get hey, worse for the next year and a yeah, half, so.
2: It, it, it won't, it won't go away by next Wednesday. That's right. yeah. That Wednesday
1: <laughs> yeah. For sure. um, but I do want to talk about this, uh, this uh, energy secretary, Chick Grisham or whatever her name is uh, talking about how the, the power. And, and this is where I want to go with this is if we're in such a hurry to get to this point, um, I want to talk about the pros and cons of it, but are we even capable? Are we going to be putting ourselves in a bad situation? Cause she's talking about the billions of dollars Seven, uh, it's going to cost billions of dollars to get the infrastructure to the point where it needs to be for all of these electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. She's talking about how, um, and I've got another article from the world economic forum. ironically, that talks about how there's a, uh, there's not enough lithium at this point to sustain all of this stuff. So, um, she was talking about she's she is the spinmeister of all this crap. Um, she's the anti-oil, you know, goddess or whatever. But she's all she's talking about how there's these people, these um, poor people, can get all these tax credits and basically win or, or uh, energy. I don't, I forget what she called it, but they can make their house more energy efficient and all that stuff for free. How many people that are below the poverty level do you know that own their own home? So that's a yeah, bunch right. of BS to me. Uh, and then she's talking about how you get a 30% tax credit for, you know, the, the average person, the middle class person that, you know, can, you know, you can solar, get solar and all that stuff. But 30% is, is a drop in the bucket, especially when you're paying 30% more on meat and food and all that stuff. So it's, well, it's just... It's not, this stuff is not feasible for the average person, but they can't see it or they don't want to see no. it.
2: No, well, and I, and I think we're all getting ahead of ourselves. Like, you know, we're, we're, you know, like where we're talking about that end of it when what she said at the beginning is what's really most important. The infrastructure is not there. Like our fucking bridges are collapsing, mm-hmm. right? So why aren't we focused on the infrastructure so that way they can say, hey, we're ready when we're able to move to, like the perfect green energy that's off grid or solar or whatever that is, our infrastructure set up to fucking handle that. All right. What, like why isn't that the thing? Because we know it's not the thing because look at the, look at the infrastructure. Look at our, we talk about the fragility of our grid all the time. All right. It's, it's, if, if it's not set up to handle it, well then let's get handled it. Like let's invest in, if if, if, you know, in in like, I don't know, something other than lithium batteries. Figure it the fuck out. You know, science it the fuck up. Go ahead. Invest in that shit. But do it right. So that way we can say, hey, we're scaling it. Don't go down fucking rabbit holes. And and again, they're doing it this they, they do what they do with the environment. And rather than using it as a truly like, hey, let's work on the environment, they use it as push button shit. It ends up pissing off so many people because what they, cause people like you see it for what it is. Like me, I see it for what it is. Then we get pissed off over it. Like, fuck you. You know, quit, quit playing the fucking games with us. Like, we're really good. If you tell us like, Hey guys, we think we need to transition to fucking clean, renewable energy over the next 30 years, blah, 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 blah. All right, let's do it. Can we stop fucking giving money to fucking Ukraine? Can we stop doing all this other shit so we can invest in that? I don't know. Can we get a budget under control before we start, you know, like making college payments and shit to people?
1: Yeah. Giving away money. We're going to talk about that on Wednesday too. that whole student loan thing and, and whether that's going to get struck down by the Supreme court. Talk about fascism. Isn't fascism when, you know, one, one person basically thinks they have control over everything. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole yet. We'll go down it Wednesday, but, um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's just, I mean, it's something that is probably inevitable. I mean, it, it definitely is inevitable. It's going to happen, but their push to get this stuff done right now. I just don't get it because let's say everybody, you know, 70% of people go to electric cars or whatever, uh, batteries don't last long enough. What, what happens when there's like some sort of natural disaster? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing the, what if, what happens in the future when everything stays the same, but it all goes different. Hey, We need it gets back to the thing we need to invest in the in the infrastructure. We need to invest in the technology to figure and we need to invest in figuring it the fuck out.
1: Yeah. My point is what why the big push when you do still have roadblocks in the way? What's the point of pushing that hard work on those roadblocks?
2: They're, They're trying to get power and money out of it. They're all trying to they're trying to get a benefit out of it for themselves. They make it an issue. They make everybody on their side flip the fuck out about it. And so then they they don't, oh, no, we're working on it, but they don't get anything done. They don't hold them responsible. It's pure fucking emotion, man.
1: Yeah. You don't think anything. that I mean, if, if you got 15 cars on the highway and their batteries run dead and there's no way to charge those and it causes a traffic jam and the wildfire's coming, you don't think that's a I'm safety like, issue that should be thought about? What are you about?
2: talking about, man? you Dude, Jesus Christ, we throw throwing all kinds of stuff on top of that one, making up some...
1: That's not making shit up. One, what happens when your car battery dies in an electric vehicle and you're in the middle of the highway? Can,
2: a Tesla can go three, 400 miles on a single charge. I don't think that the, the forest fires chase them for three or 400 miles. If it is, I hope they're filming it because it's going to be the best movie that's ever been put out on the internet.
1: You can get in traffic jams. I've seen some of those, those videos of, of escaping hurricanes and stuff. You can be in traffic jams for three, four hours sitting there on the yeah. highway. I've been in sure. traffic jams where I'm sitting there two two hours or so. Sure. I and, didn't, they, and they run for
2: more. I don't than think the average run... car
1: can go that far.
2: Sure, it can. The you can leave Los Angeles and head to Las Vegas, and and only have to stop once along the way, and and, toot up your little uh, your little electricity there. I'll
1: and have to look a, that up because I didn't think they could go that far. And yeah, no. Well, at any rate, th- there's a See, lot of it's issues. It's not
2: your 1972 remote control car anymore. Hey, I'm not saying they don't have a long way to go, but they're they're on the way of getting there. They have a lot of one of the big problems. You want to look at one of the crazy things that they do for to promote the battery industry. So co- are you looking it up right now? You're looking it up, aren't you?
1: I'm looking up electrical
2: vehicle mileage. I'm looking it up, man. I am. I'm looking that up. I am uh, yeah, looking it up. No, but so one of the things with the battery industry right now is cobalt is a really difficult, I guess it's, it. They, they mine it in Africa and it's kind of a pain in the ass and it's it's a hazardous material ends up being stuff anyway. The, they have two types of mines, like these big corporate mines in Africa that mine cobalt, and then these other mines that the media has called artisanal mines. They're artisanal mines, and basically, there's like slave labor mines that some local dude rounds up a bunch of people, makes them mine, pays them terrible wages, has them get hurt and fucked up while they're mining all the time, and and so to cover all that up, because the the left you know, that the 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 left wants to promote batteries so much for electricity, they call them artisanal mines now. They're, they're like little death traps for little kids with with shovels.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's that's what that's the stuff that needs to be addressed. It real quick here. So um uh, you, you were out? almost right and I was uh, we were both wrong, but um the shortest is 84 miles. So that's a cheap car. Average is 200 and then the longest is 400. So yes, I guess if yeah. you get a Tesla, you're probably looking at 300 miles. So but yeah, those, who's those who's
2: getting a Tesla?
1: Like... I'm not getting a Tesla. <laughs>
2: Dude, th- those, those ones that are like 84 miles, like, dude, you have bikes that are getting 30 and 40 miles right now. If you buy that's one of those like pro- cars you buy off Amazon, like a little Chinese car that comes with a couple of batteries in it that you run around your backyard or something like that. You, I'm that just saying. You buy a tes- Tesla's are like 30 or 40 grand. They're great
1: cars. I'm just saying with a, with a gas vehicle. You get out of your car, you go get a gas can, you, you hoof it what? down to a gas station, and you're good to go. I, I heard, I heard people
2: just like you back in the 1970s go, "I ain't gonna buy one of those Japanese pieces of shit cars." Yeah, yeah. Wait till ga- when gas prices went up, they sure did. And you know what? Those little those little Japanese cars were great.
1: I remember <laughs> when that was a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember that? Yeah, that's <laughs> what you're saying, right? I'll never get one of those electric cars. Yeah. Uh, but you brought up something with the, uh, even though I was on my little, <laughs> my little quest there, you brought up something with the the lithium mining and all of that stuff, and like I said, this article from the World Economic Forum itself uh, talks about how there's not enough lithium, but things change, and that's that's kind of my point with what I was talking about earlier too. Right now, I mean, you look at what the first automobile was and how yeah. clunky and and terrible it was and then Ford comes along and just reinvents it to where it's everybody can afford one. That shit is probably going to happen. You look mm-hmm. at the, you know, how there used to be peak oil in the 70s and all that and then they started with the fracking and that's not an issue anymore. So right yeah. now there isn't enough lithium and the way it's mined is ridiculous, even though I don't think that'll change much because if people are making money, doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, right. things are going to change and it is going to evolve and get better. So
2: Well, and and the, and, and that's right. And that's the thing I understand why we look at it and go, ah, it's not going to, you know, based upon current things, sure. But in the next 10 years, the next 20 years, we're not making it out of 10 or 20 years without, I I don't think, without going to like all electric vehicles because technology is going to keep advancing. If they run out of stuff to make fucking batteries, maybe, I don't know. But like they're getting, I I mean, you think about it too, like even on the fuel efficient side, on uh, look at cars. Right, like, Like they're having like production cars that have like 800 horsepower. Now back when you were rolling, when you were rolling your 74 Pino, come on, dude. Like, what'd you have? Whoa. 65, 88 horsepower in that thing.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to make it sound like I'm this dude that's going to be like, I want my big gas guzzler till you know till the day I die. I no, like no, no. the electric vehicle shit. I like the idea of it. I would. I would own one if it was something that was going to do that's the job, reliable. the same job that my truck does.
2: I, I think within within the next ten to twenty years, they're all going to be. I think it, it's going to happen. Technology and everything. It's just, dude, the fastest production car on the road is a Tesla. It's the fastest car on the road.
1: Well, if you live in California, it's going to happen by twenty thirty five because you're not going to be allowed to have a gas car by then, or they're not going to well, sell them. Mean, something to that effect.
2: No, I think what they're going to do is they'll tax the shit out of them. Yeah, right, like yeah, probably. Like that's what it'll be. Like, oh, you want the the gas? You want the? It won't be the. Remember, it used to be called the gas guzzler tax. Now it'll it'll be the it'll be the uh, you know the the gross polluter tax. Like, oh, you get your gross polluter tax for driving a uh, gas. You know. A combustion engine.
1: Yeah. I think California must be trying. They're they're like in their meetings and they go, what else can we do to get all these damn people out of this state? I mean, oh, that's yeah. what it seems like California. they're doing everything hey, they do. But, but there, there are a lot of benefits. That's my kind of my whole point with this is there are yeah. a lot of benefits when it comes to preparedness and all of this stuff that's coming out because as the technology advances, as this stuff gets cheaper, yes, it sucks right now, but as this stuff gets cheaper and you know, mm-hmm. maybe someday by the time I'm 70 years old, I might be able to afford a 15 year old Tesla. <laughs> but um, as this stuff gets cheaper, it, it gets cheaper. It does benefit us and it kind of fits into our wheelhouse of that. That alternative energy stuff, that stuff that's not tied to the grid, the cheaper that solar gets and all that stuff. Yeah. Now, granted, with the 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 rebates and all that, you're probably going to have to have it tied to the grid. And that goes against well, what we think is preppers. But there's ways around that.
2: Well, and, and I think they're trying to figure out how do they if they see see the problem that they have. Right. One of the problems they have is they're trying to move us all to energy independence they want to, they want, they say, they say the United States energy independent, but if you're truly environmental, everybody should be energy independent, right? Like each person in your house should be like, oh, nope. We get everything from the, the sky and the dirt and what the fuck ever. We, we don't, we don't dig anything out of the ground because in our house just runs like, you know, shit through a, you know, environmental mother, uh, mother earth goose. But they don't want that because then how does the energy companies make money? Well, the fuel companies do. Well, the utilities yeah. companies do. Like, that's what the ultimate goal is, but they don't fucking want that. Again, that gets back to the hypocrisy of the whole environmental movement on shit. Like, I'm not saying that the actual people in the movement don't want like all this, you know, all kinds of uh, stuff that's pro environment, but the politicians, the ones that are using it are full of shit. They don't want, they don't want true, true independence. Yeah. They, they, this they say whole... they want equal opportunity, right? Equal yeah. opportunity for everybody. You're just now getting decent internet out to your neighborhood and most and a huge chunk of america doesn't even have that.
1: Yeah, yeah. The whole inflation reduction act was disguised as a green energy bill and all that was was a game uh to kind of boost polls and, you know, popularity and all that stuff. It wasn't I mean, yes, it does very little, but they're not going to do anything that upsets the apple cart to the point where these these oil lobbyists and stuff in there aren't getting what they want and the, the politicians aren't getting their pocket line, pockets lined, and all that. That's what bugs me about all this shit is there's so much behind the scenes BS going on that it can't, you know, it can't, if it was, if, if, if Tesla was able to start mass producing cars kind of like Ford did and decrease the price, you know Elon Musk would, but it's not possible at this point. So the politicians are just blowing smoke. It's going to be the po- oh, yeah. the private sector that makes all these advancements, and the politicians taking all the credit.
2: Well, I mean, look at it this way: like Elon Musk, you know, hey, if they were so about the environment, they'd let Elon and that electrical cars were the answer. Electrical, elect, electric cars were the answer. They'd let Elon Musk sell sell fucking cars in Michigan, but they won't let Tesla sell cars here because they don't believe in using a dealership. They sell them. They sell them privately direct. They don't use a dealership, right? Dealerships add twenty to thirty thousand dollars to the cost of a car. So he's like, "Fuck that! Why would I?" That's why Teslas are actually relatively inexpensive compared to a lot of cars because you don't pay dealership prices on them. Mm-hmm. You don't know, get all that dealership markup, so they won't let them sell. It. So how are they, how how much are they? They're, they're forcing people to buy from the the main automat, uh, you know, the big auto manufacturers. So,
1: yeah. Hey, Fabian uh, put in the chat made a good point. He said, "I love cars too. I'm a creature from the '70s and '80s." Uh, but it's not fun anymore. I think that's all of us, you know, in our age group, kind of, you know, that muscle car thing, the the, the big trucks and all that. So we do have sort of a, a reverence for that that stuff. The sound oh, yeah. of a motor, the sound of a of a you know, '67 Camaro or a Nova or something like mm-hmm. that. Just you, you, you don't get that with an electric car. You get. So, <laughs> I, I so
2: you know I I have two I have two car or two vehicles. I got a 2021 loaded, pimped out uh, GMC Denali Dually. It's just a monster. It's it's like driving a couch. And I enjoy driving my 1996 fucking noisy rattle van that doesn't have like the fancy stereo that dials all the shit. Like you actually have to press the scan button to get to the next channel because I don't know how to fucking program it. But that thing, I roll the window down, I hang my arm out it, and I drive it like I was like back in high school again, man. And so that I I enjoy that still, and it's yeah. it's like almost like meditating, right? Like you you hear the rattle, the wind, and all that, and like yeah, I I enjoy that. But you know, not everybody enjoys that thing anymore, I guess. And so,
1: you, I've always wanted like a one an old Jimmy, those Jeeps. Those things are, are... That's torture driving one of those damn things. You're bouncing oh, yeah. all over the place, but they're fun. It's an experience.
2: <laughs> I learned how to drive my dad's 64 GMC pickup truck that didn't have any power steering. No power brakes. And like, that
1: big-ass stick shift in the middle? Did it
2: have that? No, no. It was an automatic. My, fir- my uh, first car was a Datsun that had a stick shift, and then I, I bought a seventy uh, 70- 1974 Deconoline van with three on the tree. And so drove that around. That was... Don't don't ever let your kids go out with anybody that have a van because man, nothing good happens. We, we'd go like shooting fireworks at people, like all all kinds. Of, if you could put a bunch of people in a van and do stupid shit, yeah, no, not good.
1: <laughs> yeah, teenagers, yeah, they'll, they'll get it done. <laughs> yeah, right. Good old days. All right, Fabian took us off topic, but that's all right because we were kind of thanks, Fabian. Um, we we're kind of done with that anyway but i think it's there is a lot of benefit to all this stuff and even when you think about the whole global warming it's kind of the same thing or the climate change thing i guess it's not global warming anymore cuz they changed the definition and all that but regardless of the all, all the bs around the edges it is stuff mm-hmm. that you know as preppers I'm going kind of the climate change thing and then we'll close this out. But as preppers, we should be paying attention to because it does have sure. the, the ability, regardless of why it's happening and all that, it does have the ability cool. to affect us. Cause if it means more severe storms or more frequent storms, you know, some people live on the coast, it's the raising, rising sea levels. It's what kind of viruses come out. If this, as this stuff is happening. So there's a lot of things as, pre- as preppers, we should be paying attention to but we tend to not because of all the bs from these these shitheads well, at top that just dilute the whole thing
2: that's that's where we ha- you have to separate um the wheat from the chaff when it comes to watch like you have to go listen to what their perspectives are like have you read the green new deal go read the fucking green new deal see what's in it people bitched about it all the time it's not that long it, it it's
1: that was an reading. AOC idea and I lost interest right there.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you can't, we, but we can't have a conversation. You can't have an equal fair conversation about the green new deal unless you've read it and know what's in it. Right. Same thing they do. They don't understand. They, they know nothing about guns. And they want to run their fucking sucks about guns. Right. So I, I I think you need, like, we need to go dive in and, and see what they have to say and then have these com- conversations. If you look at the environment, people get all pissed off, but Hey, here's the deal. We can. I don't know if it's man if the Earth's fucking wobbling because I'm not. I'm not a scientist and I'm not a climatologist. But what I do know is that the climate's changing, and whether that's Sounds a pattern happening. that we go. Th- maybe we go through. Maybe that's the pattern the fucking Earth goes through as we fly about the solar system and the universe and everything, or maybe not. But it is changing. So as preppers, rather than saying "Oh fuck, that's bullshit. There ain't no thing," and blah blah blah, you should go. All right, it's changing. Whether we cause it or not, I can't have no great impact. I can do my little part you know, whatever I think I can do and then understand like what is fucking happening. Like they're talking about, I mean, look at the record droughts out West. We're already, we, we, we've talked about on the show, Vegas is, you know, Los Angeles is and, and Southern, Southern California and Arizona are going to lose water from the um, from the Colorado river here pretty soon. Cause Lake, Lake Mead's about done. Yeah. Right. Vegas might still have water for a while, but that that might even become sketchy. So the whole West is under like a fucking record drought. China right now. Have you have you checked out what's going on in China with the power outages?
1: I've I've heard a lot of China from what I've heard, and I don't know if it's just because of the sources that I have right now. They're in. Yeah, it's a shit show in China.
2: They have this whole record economy shit going on, but China also has a record heat wave going on, like fucking blast furnace fucking heat wave, and their power grid is starting to buckle over it like they got all kinds of problems. So, but we, we have that stuff here too, right? You know, we, we have, you know, so the the climate is, well, what does that mean? Look at where you're at and understand, Oh, over the next fucking 20 years, like if you're like you, you're 50 where you're living is if, is if that's going to get five degrees hotter in the summertime, you know, get up, like, what does that mean? Maybe, maybe you're someone that fucking likes heat. Maybe not. What does that mean if you're going to move around? What does that mean for your ability to fucking grow crops or to well, grow a and, fucking garden if you're a prepper, right?
1: Yeah. And I've noticed that the last few years. And I don't give a shit why it's happening, but I have noticed things are changing or things are different the last three, four, or five years. And who knows how long that goes on? I, I'm not real concerned about that. What I'm concerned about is like this year, it seems like winter, spring never happened basically. Last year, winter went on. Um, it it was late, and then it went on into spring. So it 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 seems like it's it's something is changing, and it affects my ability when we plant. It affects the the yeah. plants out here. Like our grass just completely died this year because there was no April showers bring May flowers. Uh, so it just yeah. crapped out all the shit I've been working on for two years. So it does affect you as a prepper, all of this stuff, regardless of the BS that these idiots are saying at the world economic forum and these, well, uh, the Davos and all that shit also on an individual level, pay attention to it. I think,
2: well, I do and, anyway. and it's having, it's having a twofold effect, right? It's hitting you right now at the grocery store, right? Some of the higher prices or sh- shortages as, as if food becomes more scarce, those prices will go up. And then eventually, as preppers, you're going to get your seeds out and try to grow them. And if the fucking envi- if if it's too hot, you may not be able to grow
1: like you thought. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of, a lot of issues in there. Uh, Brandon said in the chat, garden zones are definitely changing. Yeah, I I mean I've yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm no scientist. I'm no you know I'm no Greta Thunberg or anything. But shit is changing. Now does that continue? I don't know. Um, you know, you you had sent me something about the Farmer's Almanac with this winter um, it's supposed to be colder than hell. I think. Uh, yeah. The doesn't necessarily mean almanac. wet.
2: No, I, well, I think they predicted a lot of snow too, if I remember right. But. Did they?
1: Yeah. So we just don't know, but it's it's something that we do regardless of because as preppers, we all like to, uh, and and I'm the same way. I mean, call bullshit on all the stuff they're saying, but that doesn't mean that the underlying stuff isn't happening. For one reason or another, whatever that reason is. Well, yeah. And, and we shouldn't know, pay attention to it.
2: Yeah. And the old farmer's almanac's not wrong too often, man. They're usually pretty good. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They are. And, and think we'll about see. it, dude.
2: It, it's, it, it, it's almost September.
1: Right. Yeah. So,
2: so like you want to talk about like fall being here. I think the summer equinox is like what in uh, maybe two weeks. Or the fall the fall uh equinox
1: or solstice, whatever the fuck it is, two weeks. Yeah, this this year here in Colorado it seemed like winter or, or spring and everything were a month behind. So what I'm thinking is that, you know, winter's gonna start uh September or December or somewhere in that area. Uh, but who knows? I mean, it, it could you know, in October it could get to zero degrees and then it all just starts then. You just never know. But it's, it's weird I, I can't put my finger on it I, like I said I'm not a scientist I don't know what the hell going on but there's de- it's definitely different uh, I'll, I'll say yeah. that as far as growing and stuff like that so uh, I don't know I I'm, I'm sure that there's part of it that is a man-made thing I'm, i I tend to think that we have no idea because when you look at the the grand scale that the amount of years it takes for our planet it goes through all these cycles we don't know in in 30 so, 40 years.
2: David Attenborough did a great movie on it, right? And I think it was called The Year the year the Earth Stood Still. And I don't know, it's on iTunes or Netflix or one of those fucking places. But it was literally, um, they went out and did a bunch of documentary filming like a year into the pandemic after everybody had been shut the fuck down and showed how like animal th- populations had just sprung back to life and all this crazy shit was happening when people weren't around
1: and hey that equinox i was talking about was the september equinox so i wasn't the i was fucked up on that Uh, oh brandon said something in the chat and then we'll get out of here He's talking the stage and he said i'm convinced that pole shift would screw with people's heads and generate greater violence uh in regions that weren't particularly subject to it before That sounds like some shit Lisa would say, (laughs) like a pole shift's going to turn people into zombies or something like that. I don't think that's what he meant, but (laughs) that's what it sounds like. (laughs) Right? Yeah. People are just going to lose their shit because, I mean, they they probably would just because of, you know, the, I, I mean, who knows what a pole shift would do if that actually happened quickly like that. Uh who knows, but I don't know that it messed up with our inner workings or whatever and just turned people batshit crazy, even more than they already are.
2: Mullets <laughs> Bullet, would just slide up to the front of the head and become <laughs> long
1: sideburns. Yeah. yeah. All right. At any rate, we are going to talk about the recession uh, coming up uh, on uh, on Wednesday and, and a few other things as well. didn't quite get to that tonight because we – Kind of went off on, uh, didn't expect to talk about the whole Trump thing. We talked about that for a little bit, but very good show. Uh, appreciate you all joining in on the chat this week. Uh, a lot of people here tonight. Um, we are going to get back on schedule with everything now that everything's wrapped up. Pretty soon, in about a month or so, I'm going to have good internet, even though the show's working fine now. So, you know, go figure. <laughs> Murphy's Law said, I'll screw it, I'm out of here. <laughs> right. But uh, I do appreciate We do appreciate it, everyone. Uh, until next time, make sure to subscribe, share, all that stuff. If you're not subscribed to the channel, make sure to subscribe. Hit that bell icon and you get notified when we do go live. Uh, and you're you're at the whim of, of YouTube at that point. So make sure and jump on the email list, too, over at thesurvivalpreppers.com. And we'll send you out an email when we go live on Sundays. But uh, I'm done tonight. You done, Brian? Yeah, thanks for the we, man, that we appreciated it. I'm so used to the – nice. uh, it's it's hard for me to adjust because sometimes I'm by myself, sometimes I'm doing a show with you, so it's – and, you know, the, the words just roll out of my mouth and sometimes I actually think about what I'm saying, so. <laughs> At any rate, everyone, we will talk to you all later. See you on Wednesday next week. Take care Bye, and y'all. prepare.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of The Survival Preppers. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to join us on YouTube for our weekly live shows. For more information or to connect with Duff and Dale, visit the SurvivalPreppers.com or the BugOutLocation.com for members only content and prepping courses. See everyone next time.